so the concept of human rights is near and dear to a lot of people, and for good reason, right? Human rights uh, sounds so appealing, and, and in properly understood, human rights is absolutely essential to human liberty. But we need to have a real discussion here on the nature of human rights, right? Because there are two fundamentally incompatible views on human rights that now exist in the world. Um, one of them is the idea that our founding fathers in America had. The other one is the view that the United Nations is pushing. And so I want to talk a little bit about the difference between those two visions and uh, also point out that the UN is now openly trying to subvert the American understanding of human rights and replace that with its own perverted understanding of human rights. So first, let's talk about the American understanding of human rights, right? Our founding fathers, they said in the Declaration of Independence, we hold these truths to be self-evident, right? So this is not something that's to be debated or discussed. It's just obvious that we are all created equal and that we are all endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights that among these are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness and of course property would be included among that right you have the right to your life and to your liberty you have the right to the fruits of your life and your liberty which of course would be your property and this was well understood by our founding fathers now there's a few crucial things to understand here right the first is where do rights come from well our founding fathers were absolutely clear on this they said it was self-evident our rights come from God, right? If our rights come from God, that means government did not give us our rights. And if government did not give us our rights, that means government cannot take our rights. And this is very important to understand, right? Our rights come from God. God is above government, right? And, and this is really based on the biblical worldview. You know, the Founding Fathers came out of a, a Christian culture with a Christian understanding of the world and a Christian worldview, and they said, hey, God said, thou shalt not murder, and if you shouldn't murder people, that means everybody has a right to life, and only God has a right to take that life unless, of course, you forfeit your life uh, by murdering somebody else, right? Then you forfeit your right to life. Uh, they also said that uh, God has given us a right to liberty, right? And he has. If you read the Bible, God very clearly uh, supports the concept of individual liberty, not licentiousness, but uh, liberty, right? Economic freedom and, and personal freedom. God has given his people a lot of freedom. And in fact, the Bible is packed with references to this, right? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty and so on. And then uh, property too is quite obvious, right? God said in the Bible, thou shalt not steal. And so the founding fathers recognize it's just a self-evident truth. And you don't even have to be a, you know, Bible-believing Christian or, or Jew to recognize that uh, this is just the way that uh, nature and nature's God has ordered things, right? Thou shalt not steal, therefore you have a right to property. But even without that explicit command, even if you had never had any access to any of the scriptures, you would recognize this intuitively, right? If, if you chop down a bunch of trees and build yourself a cabin in the woods, and then somebody comes along and says, hey, that's my cabin, you'd be like, wait a minute, no way, I built that cabin, right? What do you mean that's your cabin? That's crazy talk. And yet, the UN disagrees with this very, very self-evident truth, this fundamental understanding of human liberty. So we need to talk also about the UN's view of this. And, you know, I, I should point out also, the, uh, the Founding Fathers said the purpose of government, they said that governments are instituted among men to protect these rights. So the, even the, the, the reason governments exist is to protect those rights. Again, government doesn't give you rights. Government merely exists to protect the rights that God has given you to punish people who take away your your inalienable right, your God-given right to life, liberty, property, and so on. Uh, now, 
Let's spend a minute on the UN's perverted understanding of human rights, because it is, you know, it, uh, superficially they there sounds like them, there's some similarities, but there really aren't. In fact, they are basically opposites. Because when you look at the UN's understanding of human rights, take the UN Universal Declaration of Human Rights, for example, uh, drafted and signed back in the 1940s after World War II, you'll notice there is no reference to God. Whoa, who gives you your rights then? Well, international agreements and governments, right? And if government gave you something, then the government can take that away. And this is really the premise underpinning the UN's perverted vision of human rights. And so you'll find some similarities in the UN Universal Declaration of Human Rights and the rights enshrined by America's founding fathers in the Bill of Rights of the Constitution. Uh, but the fundamental idea behind them, one, our founding fathers said they come from God. The UN says they come from government and international agreements. So that's the first key difference. Now, as you dig into the UN's Universal Declaration of Human Rights, what you'll find, and, and all the more modern uh, international agreements on human rights, right? The, the covenant on civil and political rights and, and all these different international instruments that the UN likes to refer to as international law. Uh, they'll tell you that, um, you know, first of all, governments can take away your supposed rights based on almost any pretext, right? If you go down to Article 29 of the UN Universal Declaration of Human Rights, uh, they'll tell you that these rights can be limited by law under the guise of, uh, you know, upholding uh, public morality and public order and, you know, all these other things. So basically, uh, yeah, you have free speech, but if the government decides that, you know, it's not conducive to public order, we're just going to take away that right, right? Uh, they also tell you in the same uh, Article 29 within the Declaration of Human Rights that uh, none of these rights and freedoms may be used contrary to the purposes and principles of the United Nations. Well, that's a very interesting statement right there. Uh, that's like saying in the First Amendment to our Constitution, uh, you know, that we shouldn't, uh, there should be no law respecting an establishment of religion or infringing on the freedom of speech, unless that speech annoys Congress, in which case, uh, you know, Congress has a right to uh, strip you of those freedoms. Right? That is exactly what the UN is saying in Article 29. So Article 29, in and of itself, ought to discredit everything else that the UN says about human rights because it makes them revocable privileges that cannot be used uh, to go against the UN. And so what happens when the UN becomes oppressive and tyrannical and ridiculous? Well, too bad. You can't speak out about it based on Article 29, right? And the further you dig, the more you realize we're talking about totally different concepts, right? The UN talks about having a right, for example, to an education. The UN talks about having a right to food. The UN talks about having a right to adequate housing or health care, things like this. Now, this really evidences a, a complete misunderstanding of human rights, right? America's founding fathers talked about rights in the negative sense, right? The government cannot infringe on your right to free speech. The government cannot take away your property without just compensation and due process of law. The government cannot put you in prison without giving you a proper trial by jury so that it's your cit fellow citizens who are putting you in jail, not the government on its own, right? And yet the UN's view of rights is that the government must do certain things for you, like take money from other people and give it to you and redistribute people's wealth. Uh, again, this is a totally different concept of rights. Now, Beyond just the underlying principles, in practical terms, we also see some very serious differences. So I think it's worth examining. The UN has two um, key human rights apparatus, right? The first one is the UN Human Rights Council, which took over from the UN Human Rights Commission. And we should talk about that for a moment, right? Right now, the majority of the governments that sit on the UN Human Rights Council are unfree, right? Some of them are just outright mass murdering totalitarian dictatorships. You have Cuba, you have Venezuela, you have China, you have uh, Islamist regimes that'll chop off your head for becoming a Christian sitting on this uh, body. 
And, um, you know, that in and of itself is very disturbing, right? And, and then when you look at what they do, they sit around and they, uh, they praise communist China for what a great human rights record they have while they demonize the United States. Oh, you can't have gun rights. You can't have free speech. That's a violation of human rights, right? That's what they believe. And so um, just the way these councils and, and, and institutions work is a dead giveaway about their agenda, right? If, if you needed to know more, the UN Human Rights uh, Commission, which existed before the Human Rights Council was formed, it just got so discredited, they finally had to replace it with the council. They literally elected uh, the mass murdering dictator of Libya to run the place, right? Muammar Gaddafi, true story. So this is really, I think, a perfect illustration of the UN's understanding of human rights. Now, they also have uh, the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights. That sounds like such an important title. Uh, right now, the current uh, High Commissioner for Human Rights is an actual socialist, a communist, they, uh, someone who loves uh, the mass murder and Castro dictatorship, somebody who represents the Socialist Party, somebody who was involved in the Foto de Sao Paulo in Latin America, this communist network that includes communist terrorists, Marxist narco-terrorist groups. Uh, Fidel Castro was one of the co-founders. Um, this is where this person comes from, right? Her name is Michelle Bachelet. And to give you some understanding of who this lady is, she actually defected to East Germany. Right. While Germans were trying to get out of East Germany, you know, they put up this big wall, the Berlin Wall, and they would shoot you if you tried to cross it. Michel Bachelet, the current human rights commissioner or the current high commissioner for human rights, um, defected to East Germany. So that should really give you a hint as to where she's coming from. Right. Um, they have a communists and socialists have a completely different understanding of human rights than free people do. Before her, you had uh, another, uh, an, an Islamist who was running the UN Human Rights Council, Prince uh, Zaid out of uh, Jordan. And this guy's view of human rights was also made abundantly clear over and over again, right? There was a shooting in Orlando, uh, a homosexual jihadist uh, shot up a, a nightclub, and he said that international human rights law requires that the U.S. government uh, infringe on the right to keep and bear arms of Americans. Um, you have UN institutions repeatedly now telling us that it's a human right to kill your babies, right? They, they came out after Alabama passed a law restricting the murder of unborn babies. That's a human rights violation. You have to be able to kill your baby uh, in all 50 states. Otherwise, that's a human rights violation, right? That's what the UN is saying. Uh, they said our, our free speech rights is a violation of human rights. They said uh, speech that the UN doesn't like, you know, if it's hateful or if it's, uh, you know, intolerant or whatever, uh, can't be allowed, that it's a violation of human rights. Um, during the Trayvon Martin thing, the, the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights at that time came out and started blabbering about how wrong due process was, right? Oh, he needs to be investigated and prosecuted and put in jail right now. Well, sorry, lady, in America, we have God-given rights. And in America, you're innocent until proven guilty. And in America, we have a trial with a jury to decide whether you're guilty. You don't just have some UN bureaucrat decide that, oh, you're guilty, you're going to jail, right? So this gives you a sense of how perverted the UN's understanding of human rights is. And we need to be very clear about the difference, right? There's a massive distinction. And so when the UN talks about human rights, we need to realize this is totally alien from America's understanding of human rights. One is God-given, is inalienable, and protects your fundamental freedoms. The other is an excuse for totalitarianism, and even the little privileges that they do claim to grant you can be revoked at any time under any pretext. So the deep state has an agenda to undermine and to shred our individual liberty. It's a key component to the agenda, right? They cannot advance their little one world order unless they can get rid of Americans' individual liberties and even get rid of the concept of God-given rights that underpins uh, the political institutions that exist in America today. 
So we need to be very clear that this UN understanding of human rights is wrong, it's un-American, and it must be opposed. And uh, unfortunately, uh, as our children are, are being brainwashed in public schools to believe the UN's version of human rights rather than our founders' understanding of human rights, uh, we're getting closer and closer and closer to uh, losing the protections for our God-given rights in America. So please get involved and make sure that you talk with opinion molders and, and people in your community about really the very important distinction between God-given rights like we have in America, protected by our Constitution, versus the government-granted revocable privileges that the UN wants you to believe in. Uh, I'm Alex Newman. I'm your host at Behind the Deep State. Thank you very much for watching. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff, and check out thenewamerican.com. Thanks for watching, and God bless.